There were claims of a land grab on our show yesterday by TD Marion Harkin. This is in relation to plans by Quilche to enter into a joint venture arrangement with international private investment funds to support the purchase and planting of more than 50,000 hectares of woodland. Uh, She said on our show yesterday that she feels the move would push land prices way beyond the reach of active local farmers and she went on to say it would essentially tear the heart and soul out of many local communities if the plan went ahead. Uh, Line 2, Seamus from North Leitrim's in Line 2. You agree fully, you say Seamus, with Marion Harkin. I do, I do. That's great. Land grab is a, is a very accurate statement. Uh, yeah. And, of course, the land is the central point in Irish nationalism. And that's under threat for, well, since maybe the... Well, pretty much so. Things, but these things don't happen out of nowhere. Me or you or some powerful force out there cause it to happen. And there are three or four things that cause this to happen. First and foremost, it'll be the Common Agricultural Policy of 1950. The definition of that policy is to close down all small farms as uneconomic and to open up huge, gigantic agri-type business employing very few people. Uh, uh, the original author of the CAP, uh, Dr. Manchild, has spoken out in his retirement, regretting his part in the destruction of so many rural communities but he has created a juggernaut and it be controlled now. Right. Yeah. And, and from, from, what you, from what you see, from what, what you know of what Quilch are planning to do, do you see any advantage uh, for local areas at all and for County Leitrim in your case? Any and advantages so, at all? No, no. But there's a lot of other states to with the strive in it, you see. Uh, I just deal with the Maastricht Treaty then, of course, before we go on to uh, The Maastricht Treaty of 1992... Well, that treaty was really being, it's, it's, um, uh, being put, put in force from 1957 with the close down of the railways. And the definition of the Maastricht Treaty is that it was to step up privatisation, layoffs, deregulation, the dismantling of the public services, and the forcing of people out of agriculture. So the Common Agriculture Policy of 1956 and the Maastricht Treaty, in my. 1957, with the closing down of the railways, which is part of the public service. Yeah. Yeah, OK. All right. So so when, when Murray... They didn't, put, they didn't put it in front of the people until 1992. Uh, that, that was 35 years later. They had the whole thing done before, nearly before they put it in front of the people as a, for a referendum, you know? Now, then, the lack of proper policies from the IFA, who was supposed to be looking after rural Ireland... Now, it came across at the Tillage Conference in Carlow in, in February 2003 that we had no land policy in Ireland. They mm. have, they, uh, the, there's no land reclamation policy. To, sure, I don't know what percentage of the land to be married. In the terms of only 1% of the land, arable. Uh, no education in the schools. And even once they're done training, uh, we're, there's no policy to establish them on farms, really, or anything. Mm. I was in Valley Hills myself in 1972, and the centenary of the college was celebrated in 2006. And there was only, it was found out that time that there was only one full-time farmer of the whole, or the 36 of us that was in it. Right, OK. So when, yeah. when, when Marion Harkin talks about uh, d- this plan of it goes ahead, tearing the heart and soul out of local communities, you, you'd agree fully with that then, Shemus, well, would you? That, uh, that's 100% correct.
what is this going on in long time? They're, hey, you're in, they've been on the Sligo side, you can look. And there's, uh, what, there, I think it's 19 params, I counted, on the, out to the Sligo border. That'd be a distance of, uh, let's say, five or six miles uh, that, that, that has been planted. Yeah. Uh, sure, those farms are gone into dereliction, really. Yeah. And and there's no there's no overall benefit. There hasn't been any overall benefit oh, to the local community you, less, that you've seen. Less people in the area and everything, you know. And then there's no proper arrangements with the banks or lending institutions for to uh, buy up those lands. That's a job for the IFA. They're not they're not there at all. Mm. Now I wanted to, to talk about another thing: is excess of spending in the TB scheme. The, the, the TB eradication scheme between 1965 and 2000 cost 2.5 billion. Uh, sure, uh, even the controller that, that came across in 2000 uh, on the, in the media, the, even the controller and auditor general was astounded at the amount of money that it had cost. Yeah. And 80% of the EC grants uh, benefits went to. Uh, 20% of the farmers and the 20% went to the 80%, which would be the small ones. So there's a huge imbalance here. Right, uh, okay. All right, okay. So um, It also said in the media in 2003 that uh, the EU payments had failed to halt the flight from the land. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, a, a ministerial intervention, do you think that's what's needed here? The Minister of Agriculture needs to step in, you say? Yeah, and the people on the ground that really need to come out uh, strongly to 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 to, to reverse that this this plan that they have put in place. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. In the, in the in the harvest of two thousand and three, it was learned that a, a number of frontline people in the AFA were uh, anxious to put themselves forward with the political parties uh, uh, as uh, candidates and the. Council elections. It's, it's politics that they're following rather than the interests of the people. Jerry Loftus is on the line of the Rural Ireland Organisation and to say it, to, to put it mildly and pardon the pun, you're not beating around the bush here, uh, Jerry. You're very angry at this plan and the fact that it could even be considered. Why, why so? Good morning, Good morning to you. Well, Niall, to put it simply, the only way I could describe this is the most despicable act that has been done here, or tried to be done here to Rhode Island since the foundation of the state, since we got our independence. You don't go around selling parts of this country and wiping people off the land and wiping out. Because people need to realise here that, you know, this figure's been thrown out there as what will be planted in the next uh, B and C and D. The real figure between now and 2050 is to plant 500,000 hectares or 1.5 million acres of land across this country. And this is just the tip of the iceberg by what's going on at the moment. And it's a sad day, Niall, and this needs strong language, and I'm going to use it. It's a sad day when we have to call the three parties that are in government here, Peter Fall, Fine Gael, and the Green Party, above all people, to call them traitors to our land. And that is what they are, and to our people. And to Sinn Féin, who's sitting on the fence, and who has miserably failed to represent the small and medium-sized farmers from rural Ireland. My God almighty tonight, where are we at? 
Um, oh, okay. Well, know, well, the the end the end result isn't isn't obvious yet. So maybe you might withhold your description of these parties as traitors for now, because not not all of the members of these parties agree with the proposal. But this is all to do, as we know, and and we hope that Quilchie will be on our show this morning to explain exactly the rationale behind it. And they will be tomorrow, I'm told. But it's all to do with meeting our climate action targets. So we we need this forestry, Jerry. Do you actually, know, do you know it's actually actually nothing got to do with meeting our climate targets now. Whatever you got that idea from. This is about a money racket. It's about corporations and financial institutions grabbing hold of the green agenda and wiping farmers off the land so that they can control the land, they can control the carbon credits, they can control the biodiversity credits, and to stick in us farmers rightly that they can draw down our money, our basic payment, our single farm payment, from the EU when they buy this land with the entitlement. That's what this is about. And do not be buying into the idea for Kinsha that is about climate change. Yeah, well, that's, 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 I mean, you're, you're, asking, you're, 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 you're asking me where I got the idea. That, that's from Quilcher themselves. To, to quote the chief executive... Well, you can question them on that now when you get them on well, your show. I, I, I certainly like will, but... Well, them, I will do that well, also. All right, will, will you react to what the chief executive of Quilcher has said, saying there's an urgent need for Ireland to meet stretching climate action targets and creating new forests is integral to the achievement of these targets. The government's national afforestation target is 8,000 hectares per annum and the long-term target is to achieve 18% forest cover. Currently, forest cover in Ireland is 11.6% compared with an EU average of 40%. So we're behind in our targets and what we need to do. Do you right. accept that? First of all, he's incorrect in saying it's, it's, well, it's, it's a sheep, but anyway, yeah. yeah okay. It's 20,000 hectares. That's the target now. And you might ask him, if I don't get talking to him, would he like to explain to the people of rural Ireland that as far as we have to understand in the next um, forestry plan, outlined by the so-called Green Minister, Pippa Hackett, that 800 million euros of the 1.5 that's allocated will be used to plant citrus spruce plantations. When at the moment, Kielcha have continued with about 800,000 hectares of forest in the country, Creature owns approximately 440,000 unmanaged, unfenced, untinned, falling down all over the place, creating havoc for farmers, losing animals in them. Can, would you like to explain to us how they destroy the roads when they remove this timber and leave them to the county council and the taxpayer to pay for them? Now, look at the stage we're at here is either terminate or regulate creature. Kielcha has but two stakeholders, the Minister for Agriculture and the Minister for Public Expenditure. And it's incredible. We have to call out the question of governance here. How in God's name has a semi-state company the right to decide the future of rural Ireland and the right to decide our people's future? Because people need to realise here that, for example, you're driving from Ballinay to Drummore West, and it won't be that long until you'll be driving through a forest on all these woods because that is the plan. Okay, well, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're calling this, you're calling this in, in, in very emotive terms. You're, you're, you're essentially saying this is a cleansing of rural Ireland or it will become a cleansing of rural Ireland and all that goes with that. 100%, Niall. That is exactly what it is because when you want all this land to plant trees, plant seeks roots, you have to remove the people. And so here, you're going to have, for example... Families now who have big mortgages, who paid a lot of money for sites and built lovely houses to raise their family, they're going to be surrounded by forestry. 
you can plant it within 50 metres of the, the front door. And people throughout rural Ireland need to get on board on this and realise this. This will close down villages, schools, churches, doctor surgeries, small towns, you name it. When you don't have people, you don't need these facilities. Now, let's not rock it. OK, so you want, you want the people to rise up and protest against this plan. Is that what you're saying, I mean, Look, it's the last draw for rural Ireland if they don't now, for God's sake. If we don't take this on here... Uh, and, and put a stop to it. And the other thing about this, this, this secret fruit plantation, like we have lost, we have 800, approximately 800,000 hectares of secret fruit in this country. We have a biodiversity crisis. Now, here we have this 800,000 hectares wiped out as against biodiversity because nothing grows or lives in the secret fruit forest. We have huge damage done to water quality by chemicals being sprayed on the tree to prevent disease. We have huge quality damage to water quality because of fertiliser from the air. We have fish kills. We have polluted water. And this thing is getting into people's water supplies. And here we have a Green Minister coming out to spend another 800 million on this uh, to benefit vulture funds and, to, and British vulture funds at that, to destroy more and more water, destroy more and more of the environment. And in the name of God, this is just unbelievable, Niall. It's just, it's just unbelievable that we could have such a thing going on in the country at the moment when farmers should be uh, in this game and it's farmers that should be planting a certain amount of trees. Farmers should be rewetting a certain amount of suitable bog or whatever. And farmers were willing to do that. They were willing to play their part of climate change. We're asking them now, do nothing. Do not plant one tree. Do not rewet one square metre. Stand up to this and back out of any cooperation with this country on climate change while this scenario is going on and trying to wipe us out. We need to stick our heels. And I want every single person, man, woman and child that's able to walk to get on board with this campaign from doctors to teachers to nurses to everybody else because this is wipeout, Niall. This is not a joke. 